Welcome to That's a Shame with Nick Alex episode number 10 and guess what happened on the 10th episode? We got a little partnership coming for you guys. You think that's a fucking joke? It's not. Support for That's a Shame podcast with Nick Alex is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for the family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. You think I'm fucking around? I'm not fucking around. We got a little partnership going on over here at That's a Shame. And on the 10th episode, it's actually why I'm a day late. I was waiting for them to send over the official stuff. And I got some talking points I got to read to you, fucks. You ever nick your sack or the shaft of your dick with a shitty blade or a shitty buzzer? Well, I have. And it's brutal. That sharp fucking pain, you know, when, you, when you're trying to get real close to the sack, but you catch that loose, weird textured skin. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electrical trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. And guess what? It just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. The third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to the advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Moonscooped. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. I don't know who the fuck is shaving their balls for 90 minutes, but, you know, if you're shaving your nuts and your junk for 90 minutes, just put the buzzer down and go into the woods because you're a fucking animal. You're a full-blown monkey, and you don't deserve to be living amongst humans with modern technology. And guess what? This 3.0 buzzer has the waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. You shitting me? This is the first time I'm reading this. So this is all a shock to me. Dude, that is who? I mean, I don't know. Should you buzz your junk while it's wet? I feel like the the cut job might come up a little fucking weird. I feel like it's got to be dry, but, you know, if you want to do it in the water, you could do it. If you want to take that thing in the in the fucking pool with you. You can do that. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. You got shitty lighting in your bathroom? Don't worry about it. Manscaped's got you covered. If you want to see every ding and bump and fucking wart on your dick, Manscaped's got the LED light to light that shit up for you. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk ears. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code. That's a shame at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. That's a shame is the code. No apostrophes, no caps, all lowercase Get 20% off and free shipping with the code. That's a shame at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with shipping 
with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code that's a shame. All lowercase, no apostrophes. Holy shit, that's a long read for a 15-minute pod. I'm sorry, but I got to get this money. I can't believe it, dude. I can't believe I have a fucking sponsor. I think, I mean, I have no idea how they found me or what's happening because, I mean, this podcast certainly isn't big. But you know what is big? Your boy's getting big on TikTok. Closing in on 50,000 followers. That one video has got 3.4 mil views. A couple others, well over 100K. And uh, maybe they saw me there. I got some podcast clips up there. And you know what? What else would sponsor me other than a fucking dick trimming comp? No, nothing and no one. So that's the read. This is like they're giving me, you know, a month long trial period. They sent me the next the next podcast. I'll have some footage of me using the trimmer because they sent me a trimmer. It's not a cheap trimmer. They sent it over along with a Manscaped tee. I'll be decked out in that shit the next one. But yeah, dude, it's a month long sponsorship. And if you guys, if people, you know, buy buy their shit using my code, it'll turn into a full-blown paid partnership. So I'm not fucking around. If your fucking dicks need some work, use this code. These trimmers are supposed to be great. I can't wait to get mine in the uh, in the mail. And when I do, I'll, uh, I'll give you a real honest review. If it sucks, I'll fucking tell you. But I don't think it's going to suck. <laughs> And uh, I'll be real with you. My bush isn't the most, it's not going to be the easiest thing to to trim up. This fucking, this fucking buzz is going to have to put in some serious work because I'm in a relationship and it's with a girl who doesn't give a fuck if your bush is trimmed or not. So I haven't trimmed it at all. And this thing's got a forest to fucking work through. So I'll get back to you with the good, honest reviews. And uh, it's exciting, dude. That's cool, man. It's cool when you see, uh, you know, shit happen for the things you're doing because of the the things you're doing. And I don't know if that was English. But what's up? What's happening? How was your Christmas and your Kwanzaa and your Jewish fucking holiday? I think I talked to you. I talked to you guys since the Jewish holiday. But Christmas was fucking fun. I saw my folks, and we did. Me and my girl stayed at my parents' house on the 23rd into the 24th, and we woke up on Christmas Eve and pretended that was Christmas morning, and we opened up gifts. And it was good, dude. You know, Mom and Nick always spoils me, so I definitely had a bunch of shit to open. She got a... Oh, shit. I, I shouldn't say my girlfriend's name on here, should I? No, we'll beep that out. And uh, got her a bunch of shit, too. And I got my dad a fucking magic flight box, which is a vaporizer for weed. So it's definitely 2020 because my, you know, I'm providing my dad marijuana paraphernalia in front of my mother. And who gives a fuck? Because if you're not okay with it now, just shut your mouth. No one cares. So I hope I'll help him to relieve some of his back pain with some vaporized nug. And that's what Christmas was like. We had some good food. And then we came back into the city Christmas Eve night. And we woke up at 5.30 in the morning to shoot on over to the Upper East Side to uh, go 
Paul's parents' house to open gifts there on Christmas morning, and we had to get there at the crack of dawn because it was a baby's second Christmas, and that babies wake up at 7 because they're scumbags. And uh, so we had to get there bright and early, and it was fucking worth it. It's mad cool to watch a kid open gifts. He had no idea really what was going on. He doesn't really even say thank you or appreciate all the fucking money people were spending on him, but, you know, he's two. And he 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 loves the gifts. He's obsessed with cars. I got him a fucking. You know what I did? Right before we left my parents' house, I remembered I used to get Hess trucks every fucking year from my dad. And I was like, if I I I barely played with them, so I knew I had some in mint condition. I had one that wasn't even opened. I was like, this kid's gonna fucking love a Hess truck. It's a truck with cars inside of the truck. What could be better? He opened it up. He wouldn't stop playing with it for 25 minutes. When's the last time you got a gift on Christmas and didn't put it down for the first 25 minutes you owned it? So that was cool to see that he loved it. He's a good little fat, redheaded, kind of blonde baby. And, uh, yeah, man. And then we sat there, and then the kid left, and we stayed a little longer with the parents. And, uh, oh, shit, I lost my headphones. Hold on. And then my girl's grandma came over for the first time. First time, I mean, not for the f- this is the first time I've ever met her. And by cu- came over, I mean her dad went and picked her up because she's way too old to be driving. She's too old to be doing anything. She's uh, losing it a little bit. She's fucking hilarious. She's a no. She's just an old Italian, old Italian woman with no filter. Who has borderline Alzheimer's and just was forgetting all the shit that was happening. And it's sad, but it's pretty funny, dude. She, it was actually my mom sent my girl's parents like a a, fla- a floral centerpiece earlier that week. And it was on the table and it had like a note from my mom in front of it. And, the, and she read it four times. She read it. Said, who the hell is Jan and Anthony Alex? And then my, my girl would, be, would was like, that's my boyfriend's parents. And she, and she goes, oh, that's nice. That's a nice letter. And then five minutes would go by and she read it again. She read it four times. And four times she said, who the hell is Janet and Anthony Alex? And it was hilarious. And then uh, repeatedly she just started asking questions to Marielle about me. Is it serious? Is it serious? Are you guys, are you thinking about getting married? Are you taking it seriously? And at one point, Marielle was like, yeah, we're we're taking it seriously. And then her grandma goes, well, don't think about it out loud. And then took her attention off Marielle and just stared at me from across the room for 12 solid seconds. I guess I don't even know what it meant. Don't think about it out loud. I think she just was saying, like, don't let him know what you're thinking. Do do you, but do it on the down low. And don't let him know how you really feel so you can manipulate him in the future. Don't let him know you love him. I think that's what you meant. I don't know. I'm watching The Sopranos, and I think just old Italian women are just fucking dark. They're dark, dude. She was funny couple of times she asked if Beans was a dog or a cat. That was comical. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt, though. He's got a fucking sunflower cone on his head. So it's tough to tell. But yeah, man. Now I'm back. 
back in my apartment, not really quarantining anymore. I'm seeing some people, but it's still shit. Shit shut down again for real, dude. And uh, I don't know. Thinking about going to Florida. What do you guys think of that idea? (coughs) Just because, fuck it. It's open. It's so... And I want to do comedy, and there's comedy happening there. My girl's got friends there. And maybe uh, it's to Miami we're thinking about going. And it's so crazy to me how certain parts of the same country are living completely different ways. Some places are living like the fucking world is ending, and other places are living like nothing is going on whatsoever. And maybe I'll just go to the place where, you know, they're living like nothing's going on. I feel like, you know, maybe I'll get it. Maybe I won't. I'm a pretty healthy guy, and uh, it'll suck if I went this long without getting it. And I go down there, and I fucking get it, and it's like, and I have terrible side effects. I don't know. I feel like I'll be all right. I eat a ton of sweet potatoes and, you know, take my vitamin D. I keep my pubes trimmed with manscaped. And, uh... I feel bad, dude. I saw a video of a dude just like cursing out. Um, wh- what was it? Like health inspectors or, or whatever. They were coming to tell him that he had to shut his fucking shop down. And he was just cur- Who the fuck? Are you going to pay my rent? Who's going to pay my rent? Blah, blah. And just. Dude, I, I mean, if I was in that position, I'd be fucking freaking out. And the fact that Dave Portnoy from Barstool fucking Sports is doing more to help small business than the government has at any fucking point during this entire pandemic is amazing and sad. It's so amazing, but it's equally sad as sad because of, I mean, it's just the leader of a borderline misogynistic sports website shouldn't be helping out the common folk more than the United States government. And he's doing this thing where he's fucking faced like they have an application process. And then when he chooses a a business that he's going to help, he, uh, records himself FaceTiming the owners of the business to tell them that they qualified for the loan or not even the just the money he's giving them. It's not even a loan. And they all fucking cry and I cry and it's fucking beautiful. And it's it's just crazy that the people who run this fucking country have no interest in being a part of helping people. I mean... And it's so fucking annoying to me when I see people on Twitter and shit and all, all these other places like, are oh, you going to take money from fucking Barstool Sports? You, do you know the shit that they've done in the past and blah, blah, blah? If, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. All you want to do is bitch about. You want to cancel people for not being perfect, but then you want to fuck when people attempt to do the, the, per, the perfect type of thing. You're going to try and negate it. This is why no one does anything good. This is why everyone is selfish and narcissistic and a piece of shit at heart because doing the right thing is never fucking worth it because people will still try to tear you down.
this guy couldn't be doing a better fucking thing in this moment. And there are still people who want to be like, but what about that thing he did three fucking years ago? Which I don't even know what it was. What did he do that was so bad that warrants you having an issue with people fucking saving their business? It doesn't even have any legs because no one gives a fuck anymore. I'm just giving it legs by talking about it, which I shouldn't do, but it's so fucking annoying. You have to preface it by saying, Dave Portnoy, he's kind of a dick, but he's doing this sick thing. No, he's not. This negates the being a dick. If he's doing something better than any, nicer than anything you've ever done in your fucking life, you don't get to call him a dick. Because I'm sure you've done something shitty that you didn't fucking balance out by giving millions of dollars to strangers to help their fucking lives not fall apart. You sack of shit. So... I mean, should we do the what's trending? What's trending portion of this show? Um, oh, this is trending. Adam Gase. I don't, should I do a sports one? Has been informed. He's not fired, but he's been informed that at the end of the year, he will no longer be the head coach of the Jets, which is what a relief for the Jets because... I mean, I wasn't doubting for a second. They won their last two games, which, I mean, I'm so sorry, guys, that you're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. And I hope you don't draft Justin Fields because I don't think he's going to be good. I think that kid Zach Wilson is going to be filthy, but there's like people, it's tough to use a number two overall pick on a kid who went to BYU, but he looks filthy. But, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is a god, and you guys just spent the whole year being dog shit to not get Trevor Lawrence to give him to Jacksonville fuck dude but at least Adam Gase won't be your coach I wonder who who do you got who who's going to be the coach probably the Kansas City offensive coordinator which still makes me nervous because I think he might be just a product of being under Andy Reid. Go get a college guy. Get a college guy that's had a ton of success. You guys, I I, I want to talk about sports, but I don't think you guys want to hear. I would go off on sports for, for a fucking hour if I could, if I knew that you guys wanted to hear that. Write in. That's a shame pod at gmail.com. Tell me if you got a problem with me talking sports. If not, I'll do it more, dude. Got a lot of takes. Let fucking fans into the stands, dude. It's borderline fucking cheating. I mean, I know a team, it's not a team like choosing to do it, but dude, the NFL teams that are allowed to have fans in their stands, it's such an advantage. It's such a fucking advantage to being able to, to draw fucking energy and motivation from play, dude, some of the games that you watch where it's in a stadium that's empty, they f- and and the people and like the the stadium doesn't do a good job of pumping in fake fucking crowd noise. It's it's sad to watch. It's hard to watch. It just seems so lethargic. It's like a scrimmage. But then the fucking giant. Like I was watching the Eagles Cowboys game the other day, and of course fucking Jerry Reese gets whatever he wants. He's got fans. You know, he's still making money off of a ton of... That place is borderline full, dude. 
And it's so much more exciting. And the fucking Cowboys are playing better. They're somehow still alive in the NFC East. Every team's alive. Isn't that crazy, dude? The Giants are fucking 5-10. and 10. And if they win on Sunday, I'm glad they get to play in, in Dallas because I think even being as an away, I think they get to play in Dallas. Fuck, no, I think it's at Meadowlands. I would almost rather it be away in Dallas so that they could play in front of fans because I think even as an away team, it just gets you more revved up to play harder than being in the fucking piece of shit, just absolutely waste of a billion dollars MetLife Stadium with no fans. What did... Dude, that stadium isn't even that old. They spent a billion dollars on it, and there's no... Put a fucking dome on it, dude. Put a re- Every stadium's got a retractable roof now, and we just have a piece of shit fucking open-roofed... I mean, I guess it's part of the you know of being a New York team. You want fans, uh, other teams to come in and beat you in the cold weather. But as a fan, I want to sit in a dome. I want to sit in a toasty dome and watch my team suck because the Giants fucking suck there was two three weeks where it was really exciting dude and if it's such an overreaction league so no matter a team will win one game and the fucking fans will freak out I know I did when they beat Seattle I was acting like they won a fucking Super Bowl and boy has have things changed since then I think I saw somewhere the Giants dude if the Giants this is how crazy the NFC East is right now. If the Giants lose on Sunday and like four other teams win, they could have as high as the third pick in the draft. But if they win and like and um and Washington loses, the Giants win the division and they're picking like in the teens. It's fucking a wild wild chasm of outcomes that could happen. But holy shit, this is a longer episode. Well, I mean, half of it was a fucking ad read. But I'm going to get out of here. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you for supporting and getting me to a fucking sponsorship. That's fun. Please, I need more ratings and reviews. They don't match the number of listeners I have. Go go on over to Apple and do that for me. Also, buy a fucking buzzer. Buy a buzzer. Trim your pubes. They're good for chicks, too. I mean, you guys have bushes. Shape that thing up into a landing strip. Men fucking love that shit. Don't go bald. That's gross. What are you, fucking three? I mean, buy it. Use That's a Shame as the code. You get 20% off and free shipping. T-H-A-T-S-A-S-H-A-M-E. That's a shame is the code. Thank you for tuning in, guys. I will see you next